Hello. 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 Welcome to the Film Lads Podcast. I'm Tom. I'm Luke. And that today, was quite a relaxed opening there. It was. It worked well. Nice. Anywho, on with the show. On with the show. Do we have any news for today? I don't think I do, actually. This Are is... we getting back to trivia at some point? Or uh, oh, yeah. I've got, I've got loads of trivia here. This is a full page of trivia, pretty much. Should we do some trivia? Yeah. Basically, today... Captain America's illustrious history in film. Yeah. Two films in this... Well, let's In see. the build-up to Civil War. That's it. I was trying to articulate my thought there, but just couldn't. We're going to cover the two-day Captain America's film, the first Avenger, and, and the, Winter the Winter Soldier. Soldier. And then over the next sort of week, we might cover Iron Man, the films. Yeah. If we can find somewhere to watch them again. Oh, I've got them on DVD. Oh. Definitely. I probably should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> hopefully you've already seen these two films. Yeah, because they've been out for several years. Getting a bit films. late in the day to watch them now, if you yeah. haven't seen them. I mean, if you're going to see Civil War, but don't know who Captain America is, yeah, it's half the film, man. It's all the film, really. I mean, yeah. it's Captain America Civil War, not Hulk Civil War. It's Captain America. Come on. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Straight on with the show. Straight on. Feature presentation, The First Avenger. 2011. Yes. Bloody hell, 2011. That's five years. Yeah, the fourth cinematic universe film. Yes. So what did we have before that? We had the first Thor film. No, that came just after Captain America, I think. Did it? Oh. They were both 2011, but I don't know which one came first, okay. actually. So we have the first Iron Man We had two Iron Man films two and Iron The Incredible Hulk. And the Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah. like the 2008 one. Yeah, Red Hood Norton. Yeah. So yeah, Captain America, story of little Steve Rogers with nice little CGI person and yeah. Chris Evans' head turning into bulky Chris Evans. Yeah, big old Steve Rogers. Who is actually only six feet tall. Yeah. Same height as the Tommy Lee Jones Army general, but no, they think it's an unresounding success. I mean, he's yeah. big and buff. But he's the hugest man they've ever seen. Some, somehow they've made him taller. Yeah. And if I were Tommy Lee Jones, I would just be saying... Well, you've made him my height, so well done you, I guess, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> oh, he's dead now. Hey, look, Tommy Lee Jones, we've created the perfect human, but he looks exactly like me. Yeah, you, you see what we're trying to say, Tommy Lee Jones? Aww. Please approve us for some funding. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, you could say that to him, but he still won't be happy. He's a very grumpy man. Yeah, he is. Well, he looks grumpy, and he yeah. always plays a grumpy He plays man. a good grumpy role. Yeah. He? Like, uh, since 1993, that's all he's done, I think, really. Anywho, action sequences, I guess. I mean, this is kind of a loosely scu- structured review, just kind of yeah. a... Yeah, well, it's a little bit of a quick review. Yeah, it won't, won't take too long. No. But, um, yeah, action sequences, nice and kind of retro war-style stuff. Yeah, pretty good. Mostly shown in a big montage, which yeah. it, would, it would have been nice to see some of that developed a bit more, but other than that... Yeah, maybe. The uh, yeah. storming... Uh, Red Skull's base. That's very good. With relative ease. Yeah, probably a little too much ease. I mean, there's a massive ellipsis where he's in. He's just outside the base. Then suddenly he's in the heart of it, in the middle of the factory floor. He's very good at sneaking for a man who's never had to do any sneaking. And is literally painted the least. I mean, it, it, it's falling short of going fluorescent pink and yellow. His mm. costume. Yeah, yeah that's how subtle it is. He's pretty conspicuous. Yeah. Captain Conspicuous. Uh, what else? Chris Evans. He's nice as Captain America. Perfectly functional in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, one thing that surprised me just in the storming of the Red Skull base, because he punches the thing, 
we see the shields made out of metal. But because that shield was just like a prop, I always wood. assumed it was made out of wood. Yeah. Yeah. And that it would just splinter into little pieces. Well, maybe it was metal, but not a good one. Yeah. Because let's face it, he was just a chorus line guy. Yeah, he was. That little chorus line scene, nice and uh, really captures the 40s, really. And like, yeah, it was really... That kind of happy, let's go get them, boys mentality. Yeah, it was a good way of, um, I don't want to say developing like Captain America's character, but like kind of just showing, as opposed to what he time. signed up to do, yeah. what he ended up doing. I can't remember if beforehand... It might go from... Oh, no, actually, yeah, that's it. When he goes to talk to the troops, yeah. and it's much starker, low-key lighting, yeah, yeah. Uh, the music's gone, and everyone just kind of like... It's very quiet. You look like a clown. It's eerily quiet. Nice bit of juxtapunction. And Tom's giving me the nod of approval at the use of that word. Juxt- juxtaposition? Yes. Oh, right. I, I, I went. I was, I was thinking juxtapunctional, but just took on the old sort of like juxtapunction. I don't know. You might be right. It's one of those words that we've. Juxta, never... It's juxtaposition is the right word. I just kind of. I think the words juxtapunctional. Then maybe a bit of juxtapunction that uh, could work. Uh, uh, it's ju- it's juxtaposition is the word, but I just sometimes say the wrong word, and Tom said to correct me, which is nice. I need a thesaurus to find out what a dictionary is. Work your way forward. Yeah. I like how dictionary's in the dictionary. Because if you're looking for dictionary within a dictionary, you're a... Dictionary inception. You're probably not going to find it as well. That's the worst bit. We haven't been off on a tangent for a while, have we? No, but this has been the first one. The first major tangent. In a couple of episodes now. Because that Batman and Superman one, that was very focused. Yeah, this, well, this is a lot more mellow and kind of just... I think we were we tried to get sort of more focused for the big ones. Because those easily ballooned into like two hour podcasts. I had a lot of hate for Batman v Superman, which was very yeah, focused as yeah, well. That helped direct it. Yeah, directed hatred. Mm. Anywho, pointed. First Avenger. Like Superman's laser eyes. True. Well, not very pointy. Mm. More like that spear he has. Anyway, that's yeah. that's a different one. If you, go listen to that if you want. <laughs> Who cares? But yeah, this uh, Hugo Weaving is the Red Skull. Yeah. Nice prosthetic. Yeah. 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 He's really nice and Nazi-ish. Get to see him pull off his own face. That's, That's always fun. That is fun. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's not really a lot of criticism for this film, really, is there? Uh, no. I can think of. Um, I was thinking one good point you made, because we started watching it. Yeah, we watched the first hour. Um, was that you said it's it's good how they kind of tie it in with Thor. Oh, yeah. But it's not like, oh, right. Because like, at the start, they're in Oslo, and it's all the... Sort of Norse mythology regarding filch the from Harry Potter. Yeah, it got all the filch. Yeah, David Bradley. We were saying it would would have been better if, um, just going back to the old Harry Potter games, if he'd gone like, I can't remember what he says, but then Mrs. Norris is like behind them meowing, and then, did you never play Harry Potter? Um, I played the. F- uh, Philosopher's Stone PS1 game, I think. Do you remember all the sneak missions where you had no. to like, sneak around and if you no. saw Filch, he would say something like, oh, I found you now, and then you'd turn around and Mrs. Norris would be behind you and then it'd go back to the start of the... All right. It's all I think whenever I see Filch. Fair so. enough. But yeah, the, the, the start ties into the Tesseract and 
instead of beating you over the head like Norse mythology, ooh, Thor, which is something that DC can't really do very well. Yeah, it kind but, of mentions it once and then leaves it alone. Yeah, and then it's just kind of like the Tesseract, it's a MacGuffin, doesn't matter that it's Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it ties directly into the Avengers, but it's just really seamless the way they do it over those films. It is very good. Um, Hayley Atwell as Peggy Carter. Yeah, I really like her performance. Yeah, she's pretty good. It's really good. In this, um, in the second one, she is CGI to look older. Yes. Because as the Russo brothers put it, I think, those prosthetics for an old person, they always end up looking the same. Yeah. So, like, like, just like a generic old person in a film where they've aged them up. Mm. So with CGI, they managed to do more, like, to her face. And That's make it more convincing realistic. in the second film. I mean, we'll get oh, on yeah. to it, but it's... Yeah, there's not... Granted, we haven't seen all of this film, and we're not going into nitpicky detail. We're just kind of getting a general vibe here. I mean, we have seen it, just not recently. Yeah, I think Winter Soldier we've both seen more recently. Yeah, I saw it this week. This week. Oh, right. I saw it a few months ago, but that's okay. close enough. Yeah, it's uh, very close. Final thoughts for the first one? Um, I thought it was really good. I thought it set it up well. It's definitely not as good as The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, but it sets it up really well. It's not too overstated. Um, the ending, um, where he wakes up and it's the now times and Nick Fury's there. I really like that bit. Yeah. I think it's, it's a good way of setting up like, oh, there's going to be an Avengers film. Oh, this must be after Thor actually. Cause at the end there's like a trailer for the Avengers pretty much. Yeah. So this must be the fifth Marvel film. Whereas at the end of Iron Man two, um, there is the the after credits thing is Agent Coulson in somewhere where there's a hammer on the ground. Ah, oh, yeah. Just thinking about it. Yeah. What's the, the Stan Lee cameo in this film? Actually, I, I was trying to think of cameos. That's that's probably one of my favorite ones because um, he's an army general and. Captain America doesn't show up to this thing, and then another guy comes out to say something, and he's like, I thought he'd be taller. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I quite like suddenly. Which probably is true. That is one criticism I have. If you're building super soldiers and you end up with a six foot man, that's. Go for gold. Get Go. a giant eight foot lumbering human. Get the, the mountain from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Although it's actually Captain America he's talking about. It's like another guy who comes out to say, Captain America isn't here, and he's only like 5'7 or whatever. Oh, right, okay. So he mistakes him. But yeah, the humour in this film, it's like, it's the right level of humour. Yeah. It's yeah. not too many jokes, not too few, right kind of tone. Yeah. Some, it's something a lot of superhero films don't get perfectly, yeah. like a certain yeah. Batman versus Superman. Yeah, because this has like dark points at some points. Yeah. And it has some like funny bits. His friend dies, point. falls yeah. off a train. And like the, the bit with the, is it the 101st? Is that the uh, army battalion? Well, it's like the bit before that where he has to like do all this performance in front of them. Yeah, as we've heard, it's like really macabre. Like that's a good dark bit, but it doesn't mean the entire film has to be dark. Yeah, Superman versus. You think the Avengers? The Avengers is probably more light-hearted than this. Yeah, yeah. They get the tones just right. So yeah, eight out of ten from me. Yes, a conventional kind of origin story. So. It's perfectly safe and normal film, but it is entertaining. And yeah. You can't really fault an awful lot in it. No, yeah, that's good. Uh, good one time, I not too long. Not too long as well. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Oh, no, I've got plenty of trivia for this one. Uh, Chris Evans declined three times because he wasn't certain about whether or not he'd want to be in this film. 
until okay. Robert Downey Jr. said, you should definitely join this thing. And he did. Yeah. But for this first one, he only actually got 300k. Yeah. Which is not an awful lot of money. No, not for the the main role of like yeah a Marvel a very film. successful film. Granted, he wasn't like a really proven actor, seeing as Fantastic Four wasn't great. But Robert Downey Jr. at this point was getting millions, so yeah. it is kind of weird. Yeah, because um, it was set during the war, they wanted to get Magneto and Wolverine involved in a cameo, oh, okay. because obviously they don't have the rights, they couldn't do that. Well, that would be incredible, just like... That would have been very good. Him trying to pick up his shield and a little Jewish kid going, <laughs> like, well, why isn't they, this working? If <laughs> they could have done it, like, well, that would have been good. Just, like, something really subtle. I don't think X-Men and Avengers can ever gel, because X-Men is X-Men is a very much its own universe where everyone hates these super-powered people, they're racist towards them. Yeah. It's an allegory for the like, Holocaust. Yeah, and Avengers is so like. Oh my god, we the all love these guys. People. Hey, look, is this superpowered man? He's a celebrity. There are also too many X Men to like just kind of throw in. They were just really yeah, dwarf the Avengers. The X Men yeah. would destroy the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Magneto would kill everyone. That's, that's yeah. the thing I don't like about Mag- about Magneto really in the films. Yeah. In fact, Magneto in general, I love Ian McKellen as Magneto, mm. but he doesn't apply his powers as well as he should. And isn't Xavier supposed to be like? Yeah, because he can do telekinesis and stuff like that. He'd be crazily powerful. Yeah, he is, but he just doesn't use it properly. Yeah. If I were Magneto, I don't know if I've said this before, but I would crush Wolverine into a spear. And then use him to stab all his friends. Because I could do that. Yeah, He's metal. Fair. I'd probably just get like a length of iron wire and just rotate it like incredibly fast with my mind and throw it at the X-Men. You know, just like a spinning blade. I would go to the X-Mansion, which has got plenty of metal in it, the cause the building That's good. to collapse. <laughs> That's what it's called, the X-Mansion. No, no, I know, but still, I like... Because everything has to be X, because I am yeah. Xavier. But yeah, I would just go down there, make the building collapse... That would kill like half the X Men. Storm could easily. be easily destroyed by Magneto's powers as well because she could like go lightning attack and he could just conduct her lightning away easily f- with a wire. <laughs> I mean, when the X Men attack Magneto, I would just be like, "Hang on, are two of you made of metal? Wolverine and Colossus, you're made of metal. Why do you think this was a good idea? Yeah, you're I giving mean, me cannon fodder here. Man. Colossus is incredibly heavy as well when he's in oh, his metal yeah. form. You like, could use him as a wrecking ball. You could you could throw him up in the air, and then when gravity pulls him back towards the earth, that'd be. I mean, it'd be the same thing as like throwing a bomb at somebody. It would be incredibly destructive. We've said a lot about Neo here. We have another yeah. tangent. Um, people considered to play Captain America, Will Smith. Yeah, I, yeah that'd be. A good choice. That's a nice colorblind casting. Yeah, that's fair. Like, uh, he's been cast as Deadshot, who is usually a white guy, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, John Krasinski from the US office, the guy who plays Jim. Jim Halpert. Yeah. He's I little, don't know if I could have seen him. He's a little bit too right. goofy and. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I only know him from that. Yeah. He's trying to be an action star now. He's in that new Michael Bay film where he's a soldier. Like, it's. By the way, it's meant to be like one of Michael Bay's better films. It's not meant to be just... Good way to start off your yeah. career with some credibility. I know, right? Uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could have worked. Like, I don't think he's as bad an actor as people. He's he's pretty good in some so stuff. He's, I mean, I he's in The Hateful yeah. Eight, you know. Is he? Yeah, he's, see, a, he's got... I seen that. Uh, neither have I. I'm going to see it shortly when it comes out on DVD. But, you know, he's he's 
He's he's a respected enough actor to get decent work. Yeah. And uh, Sebastian Stan, who, oh, okay. who became Bucky. Yeah. So he didn't lose out as much. No. Yeah. Um, the bit where Haley Atwell touches Chris Evans on the chest. Yeah. Right after he's been made into Captain America. Captain America. Uh, yeah, that was all improvised because she was like, "Oh my god, this guy's in amazing shape," and just kind of touched his chest and was like, "Oh." Oh god, that's crazy! I don't know if she'd ever seen him like properly before. I don't. I don't know if like, I think she hadn't really seen him shirtless or anything, and just kind of like knew he was in good shape, but didn't realize how amazingly strong he was. So she was just like, "That'd be crazy!" Oh my god! Imagine being in good enough shape to like. I mean, you don't have to imagine. Oh yeah. Imagine being in good enough shape to like make people do embarrassing things in public. I know, right? In front of Stanley Tucci as well. What would Stanley Tucci have thought? He wouldn't have been happy. He probably would have wanted to touch his chest as well, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Evans is pretty damn good in this film. And Stanley Tucci, he could just get what he wants. He's Stanley Tucci. <laughs> and finally, at the uh, exposition they go to at the start, where Howard Stark is Howard Starking around, Yeah. the human torches costume is on display, but it's the other human, like the original human torch, not the Fantastic Four one. Oh, okay. So, you know, rights-wise, they can get away with that, but also nod to the fact Chris Evans was the human torch. Yeah, that's cool. Winter Soldier, then. Winter Soldier. The follow-up. Yeah. Uh, taking place after the Avengers. He's basically on his own. Takes place over the course of three days. So yeah. it's very... Um, Action-packed. I'm trying to think what the other kind of film where it's like... Like a Jason Bourne kind of out in the cold spy on his own, improvising his way through, trying to find secrets and whatnot, that kind of film. A nice Bourneish film. Yeah. A it's film very Bourneish in character. Captain America, this one's got some amazing action sequences, it like in the, the elevator, lift fight. I think this film may qualify as my favourite Avengers film. That's very fair. I'd say it's probably like my yeah. second favourite after Guardians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this discussion, didn't we? Like, yeah, like probably two days and ago. And I forgot Gar- Guardians when I did that one as well. Because yeah. that... I don't know. I think <coughs> I think I think Guardians is on a par with this, but you think that's Guardians fair. is much better, don't you? No, only a little bit better. Like, I, I really do like this film a lot. That's fair. Soundtrack for Guardians, much better. Oh, yeah. This, it wouldn't have worked for this film. This doesn't really have... Um, just like a hooked on a feeling as uh, Robert Redford oh. kills his maid. <laughs> Fun fact yeah, about that yeah. scene, um, he has New- Paul Newman's salad dressing in his fridge. Oh, that's nice. Robert Redford and Paul Newman, BFFs, both in film and in real life, I believe. Oh, that's good. All right, Paul, I don't know if I've ever said this before, Paul Newman's basically my favourite human being in history. Yeah, well, that company doesn't make profit, does it? It's raised $400 million for charity over the last 25 years or so. I mean, so. that's incredible. And also, Paul Newman... He was basically such an amazing guy that he was on Richard Nixon's enemies list. <laughs> That's great. Which, it, it's only a list of 20 people as well. Yeah. He was like number 19. Holy hell. And That's... let's face it, Richard Nixon is basically the Red Skull. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> that's if someone that evil hates you, you've got to be a great guy. Yeah. Also a great actor as well. But yeah, Paul Newman tangent over. This film, he's trying to uncover all the conspiracies within S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, due to really good bit of setup with Nick Fury being killed, yeah, seemingly assassinated, but he uh, cuts his way out of a, a car, yeah, into 
the depths of New York, apparently. That's, we don't really know where he gets off to, but he just kind of crawls down a hole. That's another thing we discussed. That laser technology, which they use to cut Captain America out of the ice. Oh, yeah. And he uses to um, cut through that floor. Why aren't they making that out of everything? Uh, not making that out of everything. Why aren't they using that for everything? It's so powerful. Yeah. It like, goes through metal, concrete, yeah, everything. Give Black Widow two of them. Maybe that's just... what she has in the... Actually, no. In, I think in the second film, she just has shock batons. Yeah. The second Avengers. Why doesn't... Again, those shock batons, those are pretty cool. Yeah. Because they just spark people out. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got Ultron good, didn't they? Yeah. But, um, yeah, you'd, it's such a powerful weapon. you think they would apply it better, put it in foreign conflicts and whatnot. Yeah. It seems to be weirdly long-ranged as well. Oh, like, yeah. At the start, when they're cutting Captain America on, there's like Avenger. A, a proper beam of light. Yeah, in the first Avenger. You could yeah. probably shoot a spat, sat, satellite, satellite out of space with that. I mean, yeah. God. But, yeah, this... It's a nice little kind of cat and mouse game. Turns out Hyde was kind of evil. And originally they were talking about, you know, there's a, I think Gary Shandling who's just died, the comedian. Yeah. He leans in at one point to someone and says, Hail Hydra. Yeah. As the big kind of, oh my God, S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of evil. But they were going to have Agent Coulson do that. But Ooh. that was before they decided to kill him off in inverted commas. Yeah. In the Avengers. That would have been spooky, though. I wouldn't have liked that, because he's quite a likeable character, like in Iron Man and things. So it would have been kind of like... It would have been effective, but... But evil. I guess at the same time, I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, neither do I. It's not very good. I've seen a bit of it. A lot of people kind of like... It it tries your patience a bit. Uh, But yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson's lift story about his grandfather... That's cool. That's that's nice little monologue where he's like, Grand grandpappy used to bring a gun in one day, that kind of thing. That's largely because his actual grandfather in real life operated a lift. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's really weird some of the stuff they work into this. Yeah, they're very considered with it. I think I've said this before, but the direct the guys who directed this direct directed community, the t- mm. comedy series. It's pretty amazing the job they do on this. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I I think it shows how good Marvel is because it can get on just a basic level if you're an idiot like me and you're watching the film. You can just enjoy it for what it is. But if you like really know your stuff, you can also watch the film and find it really fun. Which is something that... Sorry, Batman vs Superman. But Batman vs Superman failed to do because it was an unenjoyable film but had some really interesting like winks and nods to stuff. But that doesn't yeah. matter because the general film, not very good. <laughs> On a, on a technical level, this film, like, it's only nitpicky stuff. And is, yeah. I think it's Joe Russo, one of the directors. He's yeah. a big fan of the Honest Trailers on YouTube. Okay. And he said he's he aimed to make the film Honest Trailer Proof. Wow. And in the actual Honest Trailer, they actually say something along the lines of, we can't fault this film, it's a good film. Yeah, they said, like, we're just being nitpicky. Yeah, that's all they can do. Because this is a really good film. There are some stuff you can... There are some things you can nitpick, like the fact that when the guy with the minigun is firing at Captain America, he's firing... And a minigun, in case you don't know, fires a lot of bullets very fast. Yeah. But he's firing it all at the shield, and he doesn't think to himself, yeah, this isn't working, maybe I should... Aim at his legs, which are fully exposed. What happens if Captain America gets shot in, like, the chest? Well, 
I, I might say something about that later if you wait, because I've got an all, another interesting thing no. to spring on you. Hell no. Nah. I'll find out now, thank you. Well, it doesn't, no, re- no, we'll it doesn't really apply to this stuff. We, we can go through it. I think if you were shot in the chest here, you'd probably die, but then again, it might... Only if it was a really powerful shot to the heart. I mean, he can be frozen for 70 years. Yeah. Well, I think... He's in really good shape and his like skin and muscles and all that, and he's got really powerful cells in his body or something. So yeah, it'd take a lot to kill him. Something like his cells regenerate really quickly. Yeah, that's why he can't get drunk because he Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, basically the same. Yeah, yeah. This lot of lots of good action sequences. Uh, lots of good development, I think, for Black Widow, um, more so than she got. In the first film, yeah, in the Avengers, yeah, because I mean, the, she got some in the Avengers. In the Avengers, she is basically just a feminine touch for the sake of it. Really, she doesn't have a lot of character. She's got sort of that stuff with Clint, yeah, with a little bit. Oh, yeah, a little bit. But not, not a lot. Like, not very much. She gets more in later films. She's kind of just mysterious spy woman. Mysterious spy. I want to get close to you. Though you break my arms. She is very feisty. She is feisty. Yeah. Wow. But the, um, I'm trying to think really, this, again, I haven't seen this relatively recently. Robert Redford, as you've, as I think I said at the start, you know, spoilerish stuff, um, he's the villain. Yeah. Pulls the rug out from underneath you. Really a good. A little bit. Good from him, though. You can kind of tell, just because it's. He starts Robert off very like. Robert always seems like a good bad guy if you know oh, what yeah. I mean. he doesn't play in a lot of villains in this he starts off as a really likeable guy yeah, he's like i can you get iron man to come to my daughter's party yeah and that well niece or whatever but then he's actually like oh i'm gonna kill you now mate because uh you saw me talking to the winter soldier yeah, he was also like very stanley good. In, that, in that regard in what regard he looks nice on the outside but he's a, probably killing maids he's an evil evil man <laughs> it's so harsh well, yeah, to be honest, Stan Lee's done a few shady things in his time. Like, yeah, that's um, fair. I, I won't go into it, but I think if you look online, you'll be able to find something. In any case, though, this film, Winter Soldier, good. Actor's good. Revamped the costume, which is always fun. Yeah, that was good. Because um, it was a little bit... It fit the 40s, but then in the Avengers, it was a little bit yeah. silly. That it was just bright, technicolor costume, whereas in this, it was more... Yeah. Sleek and Kevlar kind of stuff. Yeah, that was that was very cool. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I liked again the sort of Falcon. Oh yeah, shit. Falcon. That bit was really cool. He actually had been email Anthony Mackie had been emailing Marvel saying, "I really want to get in on this. I like I, I want to be a superhero." And they were kind of like, "We'll get back to you at some point." But then Kevin Feige saw the emails and was like, "Why don't we just make this guy Falcon?" I mean. He'd fit the bill pretty well, because Anthony Mackie, he'd been in the Hurt Locker, like a yeah. respected and a factor. Yeah. I think he may have been in The Wire, but I might be thinking of someone else, but yeah. Okay. So they got him for Falcon. Yeah. Good character. Yeah, really good. Doesn't have his uh, power of talking to birds, as he does yeah. in the comics, Probably. which is a shame. Instead, they Probably give him... helpful to make it a sensible plot. Instead, they give him two machine guns, and I'd rather have a swarm of sparrows attacking the shield Would you rather see a swarm of sparrows attacking the shield arrow carrier though? Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> American bald eagles. Birds of prey. They're deadly. Maybe Pe- A pedigree falcon. 110 miles an hour they can go. You want to want to know Maybe the falcon is out there and he's a democrat. 
I don't understand the reference. Oh, Donald Trump got attacked by a bald eagle. Did he? And, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Named Uncle Sam. <laughs> oh, no, that's amazing. And Bernie Sanders had like a... Bird, a little bird perched uh, on his... Perched on his podium for yeah. a little while. He was like a Disney princess, whereas Donald Trump basically got attacked by one of the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. I, I want someone as dressed as Sam the Eagle from the Muppets to go up and just sock him in the face. Everyone should do it once in a lifetime. The, Muppet, the Muppets are good, aren't they? Yeah. They've got some good stuff. Got Michael Caine. Yeah, that's right. He's the greatest Muppet of all. We need to find that Michael Caine video again. Oh, no, I know where it is, don't worry. That's why I say Morgan Freeman. <laughs> a dogfight in David Bowie's attic. Because I'm Michael Caine. Yeah, it's a fun little Michael Caine-related video. What's it called? Um, I think it's called Raw Commentary Michael Caine. Check it out. Yeah, it's really, it's really funny. But yeah, this film, tense, well... Yeah, it's really action packed. Story holds up. Yeah, it's only nitpicky um, stuff. In eight out of ten again. It sort of deals with the end of Avengers pretty well. It sets um, up an interesting kind of plot for future films as well, where they don't have Shield anymore and they kind of go out on their own as the proper Avengers rather yeah. than just Shield's bitches. Yeah, eight, out, eight from me. What about you? Oh, eight really? Yeah, the same as the first Avenger. Yeah, but like a bit, a better eight. But still an eight. I'd be very tempted to give this an eight and a half or a nine. Give it a nine then. I'm giving it a nine. I mean, I myself don't see that as all I don't know. crazy. I really like it. Really, it's a, the plot. Yeah. The first one's an origin story, but this is just a, a great espionage thriller. Yeah, and it's got you know, it's got the Winter Soldier in. He's... I really like that. I'm, that's probably the bit I'm most looking forward to. In oh, this yeah. next film, the scene where Bowers, um, just beating the crap out of people. Yeah. Oh, the bit where Captain America and the Winter Soldier just double team. Good bit of link up play. Mm. I mean, that's more yeah. of a sporting term, but a good bit of link up play. Still. It is actually very good. It's um, it's like a good version of when Deadpool attacks Wolverine and Sabretooth Tiger in X Men Origins. Ah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's the other way around. He's also not called Sabretooth Tiger, he's just Sabretooth. Oh, fuck. Oh. On a leaf Schreiber. The, the animal's called the Sabretooth Tiger. But no, it's and he's Sabretooth. Wait, no, it's... A Sabretooth Tiger is the animal, and yeah, he's okay. Sabretooth. Anywho. Okay, I've mentioned Newman Zone. Um, the, a photo from for, for Robert Redford in this film when he's meant to be younger is actually from the 1992 film Sneakers that he's in. Oh, right. Um, Colson Hydra, I mentioned that. I think I've used up all my trivia, actually. Yeah, it's all my trivia for this film. I saw something really weird on the internet. Definitely not true, but it was just talking about how um, Robert Redford looked so much like Chris Evans growing up. But there's there's old pictures of him where he does look quite like Captain America. He would have been a Captain America back then. I think he was considered for Superman, actually. A lot of people were. But then it was just talking about, like, maybe that's how he can get, like, Bucky to trust him so much. Because <laughs> he looks like Chris Evans. But what if someone showed him Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Wouldn't he be like, wait a minute, this guy's really Captain America. That He's is a cowboy. The, that is the end of the film. That's what happens, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that... Uh, that should be... You think, um... I've been deceived. <laughs> Captain America's got a big list of things he's trying to catch up on. And Robert mm. Redford's been in a lot of amazing films over the years. Yeah. So you'd think somewhere down the line, he'd watch a Robert Redford film and be like, oh my god, what, a, what is reality? I'm a huge fan. 
or old Captain America films. That's definitely the first thing I'd catch Well, he was on. in them. In the first film, he's in loads of those crappy war serials where instead of fighting, oh, yeah, he's in yeah. loads of films, which is basically what John Wayne did in real life. But he should have done, he should have done all, he should have watched all the others and gone around using like catchphrases from those films just to freak people out. Fair enough. I thought they were just stupid catchphrases. No, I say them in real life. Yeah, you've got to like change some of the things you're saying because a lot of those words are incredibly offensive these days. Yeah. Me and I can't call Nick Fury a this. No, no, you can't call him a this. Never do that. I just paid a lot of money for that scene. Just him saying something politically incorrect to Nick Fury and Nick Fury just like punching him in the face but full on knocking him out. Just even though he's Captain America. Oh, Captain America, we've got an issue. Is it the Russians? Damn dirty Russians. No, uh, we're we're kind of okay with them these days compared to how we were officially. <laughs> he just fine. never trusts uh, Romanov. Yeah, that's uh, a kind of communist name, isn't it? Hmm. Well, although to be fair, she is a very shifty woman who is signing with Iron Man in Civil War. So yeah, that's a shame. I really probably, wanted her to be on. Probably shouldn't. We've got Ant Man instead, who could go down someone's throat and burst out of the throat. We. Did we've never done Ant Man for this, have we? No, we could at some point. We need to because we had an amazing conversation once about all the ways we could Ant Man kill someone. We should do an episode of how Ant Man could kill you. Yeah, uh, one probably the easiest one for him is just run between someone's legs and then big man up and just like just destroy like, the groin. Yeah, just smash up through the groin, craft Maga style, go for the groin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. Those those only two Captain America films they ever made, right, Tom? Yeah. The only two. Marvel closes tomorrow. <laughs> nope. I don't think you get what I'm getting at. There are more Captain America films that have been released. In the oh, 1940s, yeah. there was a serial released in cinemas where instead of being a super soldier, he was the district attorney. And he fought the Scarab. There's also two films from the 70s including one with Christopher Lee called Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. And most importantly, from 1990, there's Captain America, a film which has got a 9% Rotten Tomatoes and a 3.3 on IMDb. Ooh. And I was watching it earlier, Tom. Were you? I've sprung this on you out of nowhere. You actually have? Yeah. <laughs> it cost $10 million to make okay. and only made ten grand Ooh. because... It got delayed for two years, and they couldn't release it properly in cinemas, so it just went direct to DVD. Was it one of those ones where they're like, you've got to make a film every ten years, or you lose the rights? Very possibly. They were trying to make it for a while, so I think this was actually a genuine attempt at making a film. Oh, okay. And it was an American-Yugoslavian production. At one point, they wanted Val Kilmer, but he declined to do it to do a film about The Doors, the band. Oh, right. And the act of playing it, he the, the costume was so uncomfortable that the ears on the outside of his costume are actually plastic ears. That's the quality of this film we're talking. The not even real ears on Captain America. High like, quality, though. It's it's a very weird costume. If you Google the costume, you'll probably see what kind of film this is like. The first this actually it starts off all right. It's in Italy. A all kid's right. a kid's playing Chopin's Raindrop Prelude right. on the piano, but then. Out of nowhere, Italians come in, apparently led by Mussolini. Pretty common in Italy. Yeah, Italians are common in Italy. They come in, they kill his family, and take him to a secret place. Then, it's, they show they've made these rat creatures, 
which look exactly like the Red Skull, but are twice as strong and twice as intelligent as the average rat. They then do this on the boy, but this woman comes in. And none of this is subtitled. Oh, right. For the first... Eventually, they decide to put subtitles in the middle of the scene. Not very helpful. I'm guessing they just didn't have any dialogue. Yeah, so it's all in Italian. Yeah. For... And I don't speak a no Italian, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm not, I'm okay. not Brad Pitt. But, yeah. Not the best start. They try to turn the turning in the boy into the Red Skull, basically. Who's meant to yeah. be a German, but he's Italian this for some reason. Okay. And then this Italian doctor woman's like, what are you doing? No. They say, get out of our way. They try to shoot her. She jumps out of a window, plummets God knows how many feet off out of this castle, basically. Survives. Okay. Somehow gets to America, tells them about the super serum, and they try to replicate it. Immediately cut to this... Goodbye, Steve Rogers party. He's meant to be a defective guy. He's like six foot, whatever. He's in fine shape. He just has a really dodgy limp. Yeah. Played yeah. by Max Salinger. Okay. The newspaper says, War rages on in Europe and um, Asia or whatever. Yeah. This is 1943 This at this point. Yeah. What else is happening with the war? That's like saying, Sky is blue. War raging on. We Yeah. Can you, do you want to give us some information there, newspaper? Rather than just saying, still a war on there. Yep. Yeah. Still bad things happening. Th- this party, right? Yeah. This is like a super secret thing. But yeah. there's like a party with like 15 of his friends where it's like, bye Steve, have fun becoming Captain America in this super secret military program. But no, they're having a goodbye party. Okay. It's really weird. I might have a look. Where could I see it? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, there's, there's more. You know, Tom. it's a good film where nobody's respecting its copyright on YouTube. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, what else? They go to a you know it, it basically follows beat for beat the first Avenger, like okay. the origin story. And you know how they go to an antique shop. Yeah. And then behind it, they have like a secret code. It's the same, but for this diner, but the secret door is in full view of the rest of the diner. Oh right. Okay. So the guy says at one point. I always make various notes in case you're wondering about things that I saw as I've got Uncle Fruit, which are weird. He says, we're not trying to make Superman here. So, I think they were trying to slag off Superman. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they successfully create him, and then, just as there's a spy at the creation experiment in the first Avenger, there's one here. Okay. And he does the classic, go for a handshake, then lift lift your hand into the sky like, psych! But he says, Heil Hitler, and just shoots the woman point blank out of nowhere. It's like, oh yeah, good job there, Doctor. It's Heil Hitler, bang! Captain America, throw, he, Captain America gets shot by this guy like three times in the chest area. Okay. Then he throws him into some kind of box and he gets electrocuted. They heal Captain America up, because you know, he's a super soldier now or whatever. Yeah. And then immediately send him off in an aeroplane to go infiltrate somewhere. They, he's he's in the costume, but like with army fatigues over it. Oh, and right. yeah, yeah. The costumes they say is fire resistant. And he's like not very good camouflage, is it? But that's the thing. He's wearing stuff over the top of it, which do cam the, the it camouflages him. So he could just leave it on. Instead, he just gets undressed when he lands. So he's running around in the Captain America costume. Yeah. Why not leave the camouflage on? Yeah, it's very fair. And when he throws the shield. It just wipes out this guard tower. And I mean, it's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, that is a bit weird. Then he confronts the Red Skull, who 
along with apparently Mussolini, even though, you know, he was well out of power by this time. It's hard to tell what's going on historically at this point. Yeah. They're trying to fire this rocket. And he, he easily beats Captain America. Captain America throws his shield at him. Then he throws it back at him. Which is one thing I never understand with the Winter Soldier either. What why is... do they... Why does when the villain catches his shield, they throw it back to him? Throw it off the roof, Bucky. Yeah, that's fair. Then he could easily kill Captain He's America. He's nothing without his shield. He really isn't. So then he gets strapped to a rocket after being beaten up by the Red Skull. But he grabs onto the Red Skull as it's going to take off. So the Red Skull goes to cut his hand, but he moves, so he accidentally cuts off his own hand. And this, I just want to say, this film doesn't start off badly. It just kind of like it gradually descends. Yeah. I mean, it's like TV movie quality at the start, but then it's just kind of goofy. Yeah, accidentally cuts off his own hand. Yeah, so he, the rocket's going to hit the White House. Um, and we cut to Washington, D.C., where this kid's up at four o'clock, and his mum's like, what are you doing out of bed? And he's like, we're in D.C., I can't sleep. And he's like, okay then. But clearly they're in D.C., and this kid sneaks out to take pictures of the White House because he wants to be president one day. Okay. He sees the rocket flying towards the White House. Yeah. And Captain America, after after this rocket's gone from Germany to Washington or something, yeah. he only then starts to try and stop the rocket. And do you know how he stops it? Oh. He gives it a good kicking so that one of the, the wings bends a bit and then it kind of veers off course way past the White House. All right, yeah. Then cut to, and I quote... Somewhere in Alaska, this rocket's right. travelled another three and a half thousand miles to this Alaska. Is one bloody good rocket. I know, and then it crashes in the snow, and he's frozen. That's where I stopped watching, because it's a good point. You know, clearly, then he awakens in the future. All that that I just said. Yeah. Captain, Amer- the creation of the Red Skull, creation of Captain America, Captain America being strapped to a rocket and fired at the White House, and then being frozen. This is the first 26 minutes. How long's the film? Like an hour and 40. But all this happens in 26 minutes. Oh, what? And then and then they have a film where he's in the future? Yeah. But well, this is now. This is bonkers. I mean, in the first Captain America That's film... so quick. It takes an hour for him to confront the Red Skull for the first time and become Captain America properly and all that. Yeah. They do it in 15 minutes and then send him off on a mission... It's, you can criticise the production values and the acting and the costumes, but this pace is insane. Yeah, that is mad. <sighs> so did they just have no time for, like... They had plenty of time anything. for the seams of things. They just didn't think through things through, I mean... No, as in, like, did they have no... During the film, is there, like, no dialogue or...? Very little. I mean, that's why I think most of it's in Italian at the start, so they don't have to put as much dialogue in. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the first quarter of the uh, Captain America 1990 film. Okay. I I really I, hope I haven't been extremely quiet. Nah, you'll be alright. I don't think I'm going to watch... I probably will watch more of that film, I guess. But yeah. I can't rate it right now. Let's check it out at some point. We, sh- we shall. But yeah, there's a taster of what the hell that film is. Yeah, some nice 90s? 1990. 90s Captain America. It's It's not great. It's very weird. The nineties were a weird time. They were. Fair. We were born in the nineties. We were. That's why the it's tail weird. end of the nineties. Anywho, uh, next time Iron Man or something. Yeah, in Iron preparation Man. for Moa for Civil War. <laughs> I don't think that really worked. That there, was did. that was awful. <laughs>